Hey, hey, what's up? I'm good. I'm good. How are you today? I'm okay, man. What's going on? Nothing much. Yeah, just unwinding after a long day. <laughs> yeah. This is what it is. That's what we're set up for, though. <laughs> right? Yeah. So what's good, bro? Uh, you know, just same... Same different day. Same each different day, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, we're just trying to make the best of you know each day that passes by. So that's 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 the spirit, man. Just just get up, go get it, and get back. Mm-hmm. Exactly. How's it looking over there, though? And it's not bad. I mean, it became chilly this, thing, but I mean, seventies, but chilly. Then. It is what it is when you fall, so. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. I, I honestly prefer the cold season, so. You know, because Houston is humid. So when it gets oh, hot, yeah. it's really. Yeah, it's it's really unpleasant. I know, it's. it's you know. Hmm? Exactly. So yeah. I just can't wait for the cold season to come in proper. You know, even if it's. Mm-hmm. Even though it's nothing compared to what you guys have over there, but. <laughs> I mean, it gets it gets really crazy. The pounding is just out of place sometimes, but yeah. it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean, it, we're getting there gradually. In a couple of weeks now, it's just gonna switch. So that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I look forward to it. Nasu, Nasu, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> so nice to have you here again, man. Doing this Always a pleasure. For, Always for a pleasure. the second time. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right, so so we're just gonna dive into this real quick, and um, basically what we're gonna be looking at today is um, you know, performance. I mean, daily performance vehicles. That I mean that are daily, you know, that are for daily use, and um, I mean, affordable. I I, yeah, affordable performance vehicles. You know, daily performance. Yeah, yeah. That's mm. that's thanks, man. So yeah. I mean, this is me just trying to look into a couple, couple shots around here. Well, we could call them, but in some cases, they might not be affordable. But I'm sure in the line of actually having this conversation, we'll be able to see which is which and which is not. So in front of me, I was able to make just a few lists, which out you know go quickly into just reel out you know um all right yeah top not top i mean in no particular order now uh, do you think the toyota gr surprise is is an affordable daily performance <laughs> well i do not think it is by any stretch affordable because the msrp for that car is about 50 grand 50 grand 52 grand actually there we go so now in a very i mean according to studies i believe a very good uh amount of you know the american population earn just about 25k a year or under it so exactly on the average so that is twice you know the annual earnings of most of the demographics so that is by no stretch affordable that's uh i mean it's a bmw at heart 
you know oh, yeah. save yeah. save for the jokes and whatnot I, I, but it's a bmw I, I hard it, and i call it the bmw wanna be though <laughs> <laughs> man we've we've heard so many crazy corny jokes about it you yeah. know because people are just especially in the car community most mm-hmm. times we are unwilling to you to change and you know but we'll, I'll, i'll elaborate on that later because personally i think that's a you know fantastic car it's a blend of two of the best in the world's leading in the world's leading you know manufacturers in the world so like why why are you guys being so petty you know and just nitpicky like it's a great car honestly and people are already doing crazy stuff out there with it uh there is this uh what's this dude uh this this youtuber thick whips he has yep. one and my oh my currently he's pushing he's pushing very close to the 600 with his super you know and that's just on full bottoms and you know uh and any tune i think he got he got a bigger slightly bigger turbo kit i'm not sure but he's pushing well into the high 500 yeah, you know currently that. exactly so i mean yes that's we all know the right we all know the yeah. previous generation uh mk4 super was capable of well over 1k horsepower but 1k horsepower come on. yeah yeah but you know because of now the current times to our emission regulations and what not it's it's hard to you know for those vehicles to especially the 2JZ it's it's hard for them to meet up with the emission regulations so they have to scrap it and look for something more sustainable yeah, yeah so i i feel like if people you know try to be more to understand what they were trying to do with that platform then they'll be able to appreciate it more mm-hmm. you know but we're just so stuck on nostalgia and what no the MK, uh, mk4 is a great car you know and the and the 2jz is is a forever goated motor but come on we have to try and embrace change yeah you know, i think i think but, i think the basic the main problem well i don't want to say it's a problem i would say it's um it's a mind state which i think is kind of rigid you know there's mm-hmm. there's there's a whole bunch of guys who are not that flexible when it comes to like adapting i mean adapting to to change and the funny thing yes. is i'm going to say this from the perspective of my own take i used to be like that and if you know me you know me to be somebody who is that i don't want to say stuck on the classics but i'm the type who just like those big blocks you understand what i'm saying those mm-hmm. um was it called now like anything is old school you get what i'm saying but yeah end of the day you can't i had to adjust my mindset to this to 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 this you know stage whereby i'm like yes i love the whole old school that's me telling myself let me be a collector you understand what i'm saying but then again i don't want to drive a 67 mustang in 2021 with manual shift and everything in traffic <laughs> yeah that's uh you know that's not going to be very ideal exactly no i mean i could act, i could actually keep it for some antique or something and then just drive around to a car meet and then go back home that's not going to be my daily driver 
you know of like this not. is just it's just to buttress the point in regards to um you know daily i mean daily performance and affordable performance and i deliberately came up with the supra because i've not seen to me anyways like really you know what i'm saying pair her pair the number that you see on the road you get what i'm saying to mm-hmm. say the type r honda civic oh yeah definitely yeah you get i feel what you I'm on saying? that i feel you on or, that at least say the type type what's it called the honda civic si you feel me i mean i've Very not correct. i've not i've not driven much experience with the type r but the si i've i've had a few notches with that and all those things and i could tell but if i'm surprised i've seen road both old and new it's probably just 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 a and it's not like a daily thing so what i'm saying is you don't get to see those daily you know i could count maybe like 10 type powers that i've seen today and probably <laughs> the, last, the last time i was just by my house and i was just about to to work in the morning and i saw this red nice 2021 supra you know now that it's not so many people that even have that these days maybe maybe my neighborhood makes it seem so but i would expect that with the, with the spanish people that are around me boom but i see a lot of um i see a lot of um wrs in the subaru neighborhood i have about eight of them my neighbors like directly parking by my car have those carbon fiber feel and everything oh. it's just it's just one out of maybe one out of maybe 15. so that's why i had to go that with the supra and the good thing you actually talked about the msrp and everything yes it's not as a matter of fact it's see base model ford mustang which is going to be the next about oh you yeah know? yeah Definitely. because like the 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 base model ford Mustang around 27 400 to between 27 400 to like 36 Hundred six thousand twenty seven four hundred seven thousand four hundred K. I mean dollars and thirty six thousand. That's not what I'm saying. So that's like mm-hmm. even though I'm close to it in terms of price. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, how this is a freaking Mustang? We're not talking about the GTs and all the base. You know, just the base model. I mean, yeah. It, in my opinion, I feel like you're paying that premium for that German, you know, engineering. See. And mm-hmm. in all honesty, you really can't compare, you know, the level of attention to detail when it comes to German engineering. They're almost unrivaled. Compared, I mean, I'm not saying, you know, America doesn't build great performance cars, but the Germans, they've mastered the craft. Yeah, like it, you it's said, just almost not comparable. The- almost unrivaled exactly you know? so yeah, i mean take for example mm-hmm. also for uh okay so the price might be a bit too high yeah but uh take for example like a bmw m3 m340 right 
a M340 or like a 335, mm-hmm. you know, those would take on a 5.0 GT. Like I've heard, I've heard a few stories of them like seriously destroying the GTs like in a drag. Like I've so seen many a couple times. videos myself on YouTube. Exactly, and these these are stock, stock to stock, you know. So that's also something you should consider. You know, yeah, the 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 five point zero GTs are they're they are not they are not slow cars by any means, you know, but it still can't be compared to an M three forty I. You know, there is just the difference. You know, so yeah. I, yeah, so I believe you're just paying the premium for that. You know, German engineering. You know, d- does that justify the over fifty grand price tag? Absolutely not. You know, but. At the same time, you know, you're getting that fine piece of German engineering and also Toyota's... In a Japanese, um, what's it called? Oriented vehicle. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's it's pretty much the best of both worlds, man. Mm -hmm. So I don't see why anybody would hit on that vehicle. You know, personally, if I had the means, I would buy... That's a very lovely uh, platform to play around with. And the aftermarket scene for it is blowing up exponentially yeah you because know. it has it has a toyota um emblem so that's that's yes that's that's a good one because if if regardless of the german engineering and all that the fact that it's um it's it's it, it carries a toyota badge it gives it you know the, the, the aftermarket sales value is just up yeah and it and gives we- you accessibility to parts and whatnot Mm-hmm. You know, because some vehicles, you know, the aftermarket scene for them isn't really there. You know, so it's oh, hard yeah. to source for parts. Mm-hmm. You know, so but with that super platform, I mean, there's a bunch of places you can get parts from. Like tons of YouTubers are just doing crazy stuff with their TJ Hunt, the guy I mentioned earlier. They're just yeah. going crazy with it. Um, Throttle, they're just doing crazy stuff with their car. And most yeah. of the white body thing, they look absolutely fantastic. Absolutely fantastic, body. yeah. Yeah. You know, but the I mean, if you're someone mm-hmm. if you're someone, you know, back to the 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 uh uh affordability aspect, if you're someone who earns well over seventy five K a year, it's something that's feasible for you. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But to most of the demographics, fifty grand is yeah, it's way, way that's, up there. Yeah. You know, that's a premium uh that's a premium you're paying. You know, so I yeah, think that's that that car. I mean, this is my own opinion. It's, it's subject to debates, and I feel, like in my own opinion, that car is actually good for a very wonderful collector's item in the near future. I agree. Now, considering the, agree. yeah, considering the what's it called the German engineer and the you know still value that. Toyota black badge has so that puts yes. it in a very you know like strong place to actually be a collector's item in the near future Dodge Viper you get what I'm saying like oh. yeah see that all, all like you don't see that every day that's that's like a unicorn mm-hmm. yeah in the Dodge Viper what actually stood it out is actually the engineering but that's 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 a conversation for another day, you know. Definitely. So, yeah. 
and then like i was talking about you know like the base model um ford mustang you get what i'm saying like i realized i was checking one time like i said it's, it's around 27k $27,000 or thereabouts. Now, with a car that is pushing 310, like 310 horsepower, you know, turbo, has like a 2.3, I think 2.3 liter, four cylinders. Do you think that would make for some form of performance? For me, I, I don't driven the best model Ford Mustang and I've driven the GT like it is different so it's it's worlds apart it I mean it's I, I, I mean, mean I, I, sorry go ahead go ahead go ahead oh well I was gonna say I mean uh it's worlds apart because you know first of all there's a bigger displacement yep and you know that big v8 and compared to a four-cylinder ecoboost right that's twice the amount of cylinders you have of cylinders so, yeah. and I've, I've not driven either of those vehicles but i have uh, a friend of mine who mm -hmm. owns like a, a four-cylinder ecoboost and he's literally trying to squeeze out um about 300 because I think according to him, his came with about two something, the very high 200s, you know, and high that's very, very underwhelming. That's underwhelming, yeah. Yeah, that's underwhelming. So, and is it, is it, sorry, sorry, to, is it a, like, is it an inline four or? Yes. It oh, is. No. Yes. <laughs> so the, the EcoBoost, I mean, the, the, the Ford Mustang with the EcoBoost uh, engine is just, it's a joke. I think it's pretty much for those who want to drive a Mustang but don't want that big angry V8 screaming yeah, all over you, the place. Like they just want yeah, to have, like, you know what? They just yeah, want to they just watered the, it down. Uh, well, no, it's 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 like a rapper who's trying to carry his commercial appeal, and then he had to dump down his 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 hardcore, you know, punches and all those things when put when pushing yeah. his pen game. Yeah, so that's how yeah. I see it. So for me, in my own opinion, I don't consider it. Um, I think it's, said not, it it's a, not a performance. I don't it's not a performance. Yeah, a, a performance, you know, um, performance-looking type of car. Yeah, pushing the limit. If you want a Mustang the... and don't want to spend, you know, V8 gas money, exactly. there's the Ecoboost for you. That's 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 you just what it is, you know, like because for the for the V8 for the V8, uh, what's it called? Gas consumption. You're talking about probably. Eight miles per gallon. That's insane. Yep. That's that's you know, something. So, you probably be spending at least seventy dollars on gas. Feel me. Almost every week. I mean, that's that's even when that's even when um that's even when gas prices was good. Because I remember I remember one time before before um my Cherokee crashed, when gas price was still low, I was actually filling up that car with like sixty five a big time oh, wow. so if you're talking if you're talking about the mustang now you because currently in some places it's about 388 my neighbor is like 388 like two days ago so we're talking about you filling up that v8 5.0 l with close to 80 bucks 
and yeah, that's, that's, that sounds that sounds legit exactly so then performance so but if you're pushing 2.3 l in line i think it's just like you said okay yeah i just want to drive a monster the badge and everything but not wanting to you know pay the five point expenses you see yeah because like yeah. you can't compare that to let me see you can't compare that to like the gt 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 500 that's that's you know i yep. push i push With that blow on it oh yeah i push that around around the airport by my job this is recipe for for police pullovers trust me <laughs> tell me about it they will always you know just like it's, they just look for you you get what i'm saying so i'm like nah mm-hmm. now nah, that's performance you can't call that affordable you know so no. like this 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 um the 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 regular ford mustang the base model guess is a ford mustang but is it really a performance vehicle Maybe to the ordinary guy who just wants to have a mustang for the fun of having he's going to consider it performance but i would see that as performance anyways but somebody who doesn't know yes he's driving a ford mustang man boom you know yeah i mean the just the name alone will make them think oh yeah it's performance but you know uh yeah with the kind of power it comes with stock it's very underwhelming i mean you can you can squeeze some decent power out of it with some bolt-ons and a tune or something you know probably a bigger turbo kit you know you can squeeze out some decent power but you know aside doing all that i don't really consider it um a performance Performance. vehicle Mm -hmm. and and that's my opinion which is of course you know it's not absolute that's just what i think yeah which i quite agree with you on you know so yeah i mean having having said that um also thinking about um you know, when we talk about affordable cools we're talking about price you know different shells and all those things and i think for the honda civic si right that's affordable yes very how would you rate it in terms of being a performance vehicle? I mean, a performance affordable daily vehicle now. Oh yes, uh, I believe it's uh, it's a very decent performance vehicle. I mean, the SI is pretty much, you know, if you don't have Type R money, which yeah. it's still more than adequate. You know, trust me, that car will take on, you know, a lot of cars in its class, easy. Yeah. You know. So yeah, I believe it's a, it's a very good affordable performance vehicle. Also, an honorable mention would be the, um, I mean, I won't consider it performance per se, but looks wise, you know, it kind of fits the profile, you know, and it fits the price bracket too. And that would be the Toyota, uh, Toyota 86 or the Subaru BRZ or the Scion FRS, mm-hmm. you know. And that's just, I mean, the new one is slightly below. It's just a few thousand bucks shy of 30 grand, right. which is very, very affordable. You know, it's supposed to be that phone compact sports car. 
Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 just a fun car to drive. It's not it's not trying to be the fastest car out there. But, but it's, it's a it's, fun it's, sport. It's, it's um, you know. considerably fast too, though. If you ask yes. me, it's sporty, yes, because agile and and quite proud. Really, really nice. It has wonderful handling. You know, mm-hmm. if 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 you want if you want to you know like get some more power out of it, it's very easy to because the aftermarket uh, scene for that is really huge. You know, I see most times people slam it to the ground and running like negative twenty degrees camber with a wide body pandem kit mm-hmm. or some crazy stuff. You know, yeah. throwing a big single turbo kit on it and you getting probably like 300 and upward you know so it's a really fun platform to play around with but the way it comes with stock it's adequate enough power yeah because, you know for everyday that, driving yeah that that comes with um it, 206 if i'm not mistaken 205 um brick you know horsepower turbo one liter inline engine i mean that's that's walkable if you ask me Yes, it is. You know, it's, it is. it's it's actually good. It's a good product for for tuning. It's a good product. Absolutely. For like, you could just trick it to to suit whatever power you want to put under the hood and all that. And I think the base price, um, yeah, from what I saw like a couple of days ago, I think it's like twenty five k, which is not bad. Yeah, that's 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 not bad at all. That's yeah. not bad at all, and you can you can you can pick like a pre-owned one for you know few thousand bucks less, you know. So oh, depends yeah. on for where you look. A, a pre-owned one is going for because I know at my job like a twenty twenty pre-owned is like seventeen um, k, which is yeah. very very much affordable. Yeah, seventeen k and fifty k miles on it. Wow, that's yeah. that's yeah. decent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, that's 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 beautiful. We're gonna take it to to this to to the Type R now, which is like a more you know powerful, relatively more expensive than 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 the you know like and the SI. You get what I'm saying? And I think yeah. I think the the. The Type R would actually have a run with the with the Audi RS5 though. Hmm. <laughs> that's what well, well, I I mean. That's uh. That's. Hmm. That's that's a tough one because right. The Type R might be quick, you know, but I feel like the RS. Damn, I don't I don't know about that that one. I. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know about that one because the RS5 is all-wheel drive. So if we're talking about the drag race here, mm-hmm. the Civic is going to get left behind. It's going to get flamed. Yes, it yeah. will. It mm-hmm. will. I mean, maybe on the long stretch, it might, it might close up the gap a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. But I think that's about the most it can do. The, the RS5 is, yeah, it's not to be trifled with. It's a quick car. It's a, a beast on its own, though. Like, yes. So, yeah. And that all-wheel drive just, you know, kills any any potential of the SI coming. You on know. the Type R, yeah. 
Yeah, so that's, I mean, I might be underestimating the type or I don't know. I'd have no, 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 like, them. it's, it's, uh, um, it's actually relatively close, you know, in terms of, um, in terms of, I think the only, the only reason I feel like it's going to be left behind is the all-wheel drive as against, um, front-wheel drive, front wheel in, drive. The, in the type R. Yeah, right, that's, that's, that's just the difference, but. The Type R is light. It is it is agile. Response time between gear shifts is fantastic. You get what I'm Man, saying? I can't, I can't have I, one of those. Oh yeah, I mean I've driven the I've driven the SI and the Type R. It wasn't like it was against any um, against a race or whatever. It was me just trying to have a feel of the vehicle and I actually drove it in sport mode whereby I was hitting the flappy paddles and everything and man that thing responds I can't remember how like it wasn't a drag race so I can't say I have a record time for you know mix between 0 to 60 I can't remember I think it should be around 3 points probably around 4 4 4.5 seconds or thereabouts. And that's still decently quick. That's which I don't think is bad for a car like that. Yeah, you know? that's decently quick. Yeah. You know, so so. I, I'm like, man, 3.3, I think 306 brake horsepowers with, with a solid 2.0 um, liter inline engine. Like, it really rode smooth. I was, I was quite impressed, trust me. Apart from the fact that I, mean, I was just struggling with leg room, a little bit, and all. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from that, you really, really did a good job, if you ask me. So I'm I like, don't doubt yeah. you, man, because Honda has pretty much mastered, you know, building engines and front wheel drive vehicles. Yeah, front wheel so. drive, yeah. And that was that I was really good for the man. price too, because if you're looking at the the MSRP for the Type R is 36k, like I said depending on you know where you're picking it from but relatively 36k by maybe 500 bucks or something you know and i'm like okay yeah that sense you know and i think before i i i hand i hand that over there's one more that i would like to you know give on to and that's the the Hyundai Veloster Turbo. <laughs> oh yes, that's uh, <laughs> that's the underdog <laughs> if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's it's, it's yes, yeah, and it's an underdog because um, for what it is, it's pretty good. You know, it's not trying to be the fastest car out there, cause mm-hmm. obviously not, but um so like i said for what it is it's it's pretty good and you know it has good power to weight ratio yeah. you know i, oh, I believe because they have they also have the end line too yes the end line that's the one i was about mentioning i want to believe that you have around 300 or the high 200 you know when it uh, in terms of wheel horsepower yeah that's, know, around, so around, that's around 250 250 270. all right yeah right right there you know, so it's it's definitely going to be able to haul ass because it's very light and compact. You know, so that's that's a that's an affordable 
you know, uh, vehicle to play around with and throw around, you know, just it's, something fun. It's like the M's and the AMGs of the Mercedes and the BMWs. Yes, that's how much. I see it anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, in, a, in I mean, in a very affordable package, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to break the bank, you want something that's quick and fun to drive, and it lays down. I think the 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 end the end line is around 30k, and the regular turbo is like 26. I think even for the end line is not bad. Yeah, I, that's that's still pretty decent. Mm-hmm. That's pretty decent. And and um, I, another I'd say a distant cousin, yes. you know, would be the Kia Stinger GT. Yeah, and that's slight, slightly more was, pricey. That, like that's that's the one I was actually gonna, you know, make give a worthy mention to right after I let you talk. But then it's also crazy how we just were thinking about the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Uh, that's a car. I I I love the car. You know, I I love what they tried. You know, what they were trying to do with the car. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like a slightly larger four door coupe, mm-hmm. if I may. You know, it's got about low to mid 300s in terms like of your horsepower it's very spacious 360 that is and it's much more than adequate yeah exactly you know so it's 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 a it's a pretty decent vehicle but i mean from from the few reviews i've watched mm-hmm. you know i think they complained about the transmission you know it's not it's not the greatest transmission out there, you know. So I think that's one drawback about it. But mm-hmm. it's pretty quick, and the aftermarket community for it is great as well, you know. Because I've seen people do, you know, all sorts of stuff with it. So that's another uh, great performance vehicle. But I want to believe it's slightly, um, it's, exp- it's, it's slightly it's, expensive. It's slightly expensive. Yeah, it's, yes. it's around forty. The base price around forty forty thousand dollars. So. Yeah, and and with that, I can get I can get a what a used BMW 435i or mm-hmm. 335i, and you know that will easily smoke the stinger any day, I believe. So yeah, you know I, I I might as well just go down that route, you know, because I feel like it's a it's a bit overpriced, you know, for what it is. In terms you know. of um, let me bring you back to um. Because I, I try to check what the what the you know I used to rate the interior until I had the privilege of actually driving the K5. You know the K5 is um, I mean is the is it I think that's the optimal is optimal yes. becoming the so the K5 is yes. like this smaller Stinger GT pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, it's to to be behind the wheels of the K5 many times this year, and today I see I see, I see go behind the K5 like a couple hours ago before I got off work, and uh, I don't know. I think the whole the whole aggressiveness that you see in the G, mm-hmm. you know, and the real feel of the interior um, um what's it called designs that i see in the k5 i feel like they didn't do enough justice to <laughs> to to the stinger 
and the reason why I say so is apart from apart from the sport um, steering wheel, the flappy paddles, and I think the leather steering wheel and then the leather seats. It is about enough plastic as you have oh, tell me about in, it. in in the K5. The gear shifters is nah. It just looks like the gear shifters looks like a Hummer H2 wanna be type of T, you know, like T bone <laughs> type of yeah. shifter. And I checked it in the uh, the infotainment system to me is is just not it's, it's it doesn't live up to the expectation, you know. Yeah. I could have actually done better with this because I feel like I'm driving a smaller way the k5 i feel like okay now i really i'm really just a smaller stinger power than what the stinger is but external <laughs> beauty you know side it's a car that i'll actually i don't have a problem with owning a car like that it is it is it looks good on the outside it looks sporty mm-hmm. And he has that aggressive feel to it. The exhaust notes for me, it's, it's I mean, it does good. Not not perfect. Not not the best sound out there. But for IKEA, yes, it's not bad. You it's know, really not bad. Yeah, but then for for to to actually buy that at forty k, I'll probably wait till it becomes used and get it for less than probably less than less than thirty k, maybe twenty two k or something. And then just know that I'm actually inheriting some level of liability. But then do my yeah, that's what it is. Like just get it worked on and enjoy it for a while and then resell it. Nah. It's it's it not drops value like nah, it's it's not that great. So that's 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 one thing about it, you know. But affordability, well, like you said, if you're earning if if your net is is around 25 30k i don't think this the gt is mm-hmm. it's uh it's it's a bit of a price for what it is for you what know, it the is, plastic yeah. trims and whatnot oh, yeah, and yeah. you know there's just not that i think they were just focusing much uh more on the appearance on the, and the, on the appearance and the performance yeah power yeah mm-hmm. so i think most most uh bits from the interior were just like Pretty much copy and paste it from other like yeah, yeah it was, it was actually like, copy and paste. You know. Yeah, so uh, it was copy. Well, I mean, the from the K from the K nine actually. Oh yeah, that's the bigger sedan if I remember correctly, right? Because I can't really, I I I can't really follow the, you know, the the naming like the nomenclature of Genesis and Kia brands, but yeah, yeah, it's probably. It's, it sounds like, you know, one, one of the other sedans in their lineup, I, I can't really remember how it looks or what it looks like. It's, it's, it's the K9. Okay, yeah. That should be the K9 yeah. or the K900. Yeah, that's like the bigger, the bigger, um, you know, supposedly luxury, which we should be like, like it's, it's their flagship, basically. Oh, okay. Okay. The flagship is really, really big. Sense. Yeah, big and same shape with the GT, but way, way bigger and wider. I think it's the K900. Yeah, yeah, K900. You know, mm-hmm. and then they turn it to K9 from, you know, they, they have the K5 GT. And then there's the Stinger. Stinger. 
And I think the, the other one they have is maybe the K3 or something, which is coming out in 2022, I guess. Yeah. I mean, but they, 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 are, they are doing pretty good. You know, I, I, did this. I believe they've improved design-wise and interior-wise, yeah. especially with the new Genesis brands and whatnot, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually looking forward to what they're offering. Um, yeah. It would be really bad though. Like it's it's just like putting the K five in the what's it called with the, with the category of the new Sonata. Mm. The new Sonata. Mm. There's, the only one thing that confuses me with it is I don't know if it's or it's a regular um, automatic transmission because like it's it, it's way way like it's so smooth on the road. You really cannot notice the um, the the gear shifting while driving. Oh, but then, well, when I checked it, it's actually it's very very smooth. That means they've done some very serious fine tuning oh, yeah, to the transmissions. Yeah. You know, yeah, it, is, it is. Most times it's yeah. Most times it's CVT transmissions that ride that way. Because mm-hmm. I was gonna bet my money it was a CVT transmission because. I mean, yeah. you know, it, it definitely sounds like it, but if not, then they, they must have really played around yeah. with the, you know, it, it, It's not a CVT. That's that's one thing that blew my mind. I'm, wow. This is not a CVT, but it rides like a CVT. But you can, if you pay, like, rapt attention, you would notice the shifting from, from two to three. You would notice the shifting mm. from one to two. You notice the shift because of that little lag and then mm. the rest is history from three up and above you wouldn't notice unless you now go to a stop and a slow pace and then going back to two and one and then you you, you mm. actually feel that but other than that like from three just keep going you know mm. so which is what i think they actually did a good job with regards to their transmission and i think it's the same thing in the the, the not relatively the same thing in the Stinger, but it's the same thing in the K5. The K5 also rides the same way, but not a CVT. Because I think it's only Honda that is actually at the art of CVT transmission. Like those, those oh, really? Just, Honda, <laughs> Honda, Honda is up there in terms of CVT. I mean, it's a personal experience I've had myself, you know, and... I, time before i replaced it and i mean it's 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 beautiful it's just that sometimes it gets boring to the point where if it's beginning to kind of like think for me i push it into sport mode and i just flappy paddle (laughs) out of that that little lag and drag before i put it back into yeah yeah so i'm guessing i'm guessing the cvt they used it in the new accord right yeah They've had the CVT for a while now because I knew like 2000 and um, let me see 2000 and I think the 2009 2010 Civic was CVT and they pushed it into the um, the 2010s and the 16s and then from the 16s up until now it's all CVT even the spot model is CVT. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I also want to believe, you know, it's uh, it's a bit, uh, what's the word? 
it's less expensive to manufacture. I think so. You know, you know that's why that's why they opted for it. You know, aside yeah. the fact that it's a very uh, smooth transmission, it's it's a tad bit more affordable to uh, manufacture. That's why I mean, Hondas in general are you know for the most part very affordable and and reliable vehicles. So it, it makes a lot of sense when you think about it that way. Yeah, they they are. Yeah. Like I think the I don't want to use endangered, but they're actually a brand that that is very susceptible to to what's it called their parts being stolen from rims to airbags and all the things. You know, it's it's a lot of things happening with Hondas now. People are losing airbags. Dealerships are actually coming up in the morning and saying that their rims are all gone and all those things, which means that's, that's crazy. How like what what? Why, why, why is that so? Like, you know, after, what's going on with that? After, after market, after market value for Honda rims and Honda airbags is very, very high. Oh wow! So that's why guys, guys who people who do it are people who actually work on Honda, so they just go. Still, there was there was this um, um, story I was reading. A guy was actually with around $1,000 worth of Honda airbags. Wow. And those... <laughs> That's those, insane. Yeah, and those those airbags, those airbags were... Um, those airbags were from... from Civics and, and Accords. I think from 2016. Yeah. And I had, I told, I had, I had an experience that my rims were stolen too. And when I checked the wow. value of those rims in the Honda Accord, and I checked the value of those rims, those four rims and the tires, because they were factory fitted and everything, everything was going for around twenty five hundred. Oh wow! Yeah, four four rims, four rims and all tires, four trims. I mean, you know, nineteen inch rims and all that was going for like 2500 so definitely they'll, they'll go for vehicles like that so the well, rings yeah go ahead it's this this is crazy because i mean i want to believe you know it's either these guys are high-tech thieves or something because honda cars i've seen them come with wheel locks from factory so how are they able to get past that now you the know, thing is able... they, they 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 know how to check those things now I've seen videos because when I was trying to do like because to me it was like a rude shot, like how did this happen? Right where the car is parked. And then I realized that what they do is this. I watch videos of YouTube and these guys are really fast. They would drive right next to their van and there's a driver sitting in the van and then four guys are in the car with two um what's it called industrial jacks so what they do is okay. they just push the two jacks underneath the car and they just you know it's hydraulic once they pump all wheels are off all wheels are yeah you know that like before the jacket they already had this uh, what's it called log nut screw and then they just open so the moment they jack the car up all wheels go up and they just hit and then the wheels come down next oh thing is God. they have they have like totes, crates. They just put those crates in four positions and then just drop your car on the crates 
and then put this fourth in the van and the drive off. So these things happen within in less than a minute. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Yeah. I saw those <laughs> wow. videos. I was like, okay, man, these guys are nah, you can't. You so can't. they pretty much destroy the wheel locks. Oh yeah. It's like, you know, like trying to extract a a screw that's you know that the head is being uh uh, washed pretty much yeah you know that yeah. the, the, the head has been stripped so, so the, because i know like you have these extractors that you just drill into the screw and like pull it out it pulls so it i want out, to believe yeah. that's the same concept they use yeah, so they don't care about the lug nuts all they care about is the rim and they have a way of not damaging the rim and they don't care if your if your rotors go back or your lug nuts break or something you know they don't care that is so scary yeah. that is so scary and I checked it on YouTube. I was like, you know what? This is what this guy did to me. <laughs> it was it was wow. crazy. I would so lose it, it, my mind if it oh, wasn't yeah. me. I was, I was traumatized for the longest. Wow. That's was, so sad. For the longest because like every time I... And the funny thing is, in between that time, I started seeing... I started seeing 20... 20... 20... 2008 Honda Accords with... 2020 Honda Accord rims. You know definitely <laughs> these things. Wow. Markets. Yeah, because I mean that obviously is like you telling me Toyota Camry and the 2021. How do I recognize them? The difference in the rims. You know, so I'm like, nah, you can't tell me you bought this Honda Accord with this rim. Somebody actually brought it to you at some good deal from a stolen car, and then boom, you bought it you know mm, yeah, yeah that sounds about right yeah so those the hondas are easy you know the the, the after market value for just high so that's why so now next next on the list is what do you think about the uh the mazda mx5 miata <laughs> well <laughs> <laughs> that is just a really fun daily car to throw around. I've, I've never think... driven it though, but mm. yeah, it's neither have I. Mm-hmm. But it's um, it's not a performance vehicle if you ask me, because it's a very small engine and very small displacement, and it's yeah. super compact. I mean, it's pretty much smaller than your average size compact vehicle. Mm-hmm. So. I don't think it's a performance vehicle by any stretch of it. If you're just looking for like a fun, you know, super compact uh, coupe mm-hmm. to throw around with good gas mileage and, you know, good reliability, yeah, the MX-5 is for you. Honestly, I really like the new um, the new generation, the MX-5. It's a very good looking car. You mm-hmm. know, just something nice, you know, to throw around where you don't have to worry about parking space and whatnot. It's just yeah, it's easy, just a nice easy, easy to shunt. But uh, but man, yeah. like I said, the engine is small. It does about the hundred and seventy, hundred and eighty brake horsepower, something. Yeah, no, that's 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 poor. That's laughable uh, by today's standards. That's why I'll, I'll, I'll rather drive a Kia Rio. <laughs> really? Nah. I no, I'm think, just saying. Like, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just being disrespectful, which I shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think it really falls into that category. But um, mm. one I can think of 
is the 435i the bmw 435 and the 335 respectively oh, nah, respectively that's, yes that's 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 a risk i mean that's 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 a respectable car that's that's a car you can actually just um how to put it like you know what the displacements are and yes. you can actually get good value for your money you oh know? yes and these are cars you can actually keep for the after you will sell it even after like Agreed. it's 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 a good um it's a car you can actually turn to a project car definitely definitely yeah. it's it's something I, I was actually looking into the car because personally if i want to get another car it's most likely going to be another lexus is Mm-hmm. or a bmw 435 yeah but you've always yeah, been a bmw guy so why the well, <laughs> <laughs> well i mean <laughs> you know i just i just love them you know because they just they're just fun you know but anyways um i was looking into you know the 435 and the 335s and uh, a 435 with you know let's say about the low hundred thousand miles range in yeah. uh mileage is is going going for less than 20 grand which is very very that's a steal you know yeah uh compared to what the msrp is you know that's why one of the best vehicles to buy uh second hand are bmws because they have really terrible resale value which yeah, that's true. works in the favor of so many people you know so a 435 for around 16 18 grand that's that's a pretty good deal that's you know, give, and you get a decent power out of it. Yeah, that's a giveaway, man. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I, I like to believe that's that's a performance vehicle. I mean, it might not have the M badge, but you know, it can hold its own against most cars out there. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. It it, it really can. So you know, that's that's another um, vehicle I could think of, and price wise, it's very much affordable because personally, I think anything under twenty grand is very feasible. You know, yeah. You know, to buy is something that can be paid off. You know, in a couple of years. In a couple of years, you know, yeah. So, so anything less than twenty grand, that's perfect. That's the sweet spot for me. You know, also uh, a Lexus IS three fifty. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly quick car. We're talking about three eleven horsepower here stock. Yeah. You know, and around the same numbers turquoise. So that is a very quick car. I have seen this car on the street way too many oh, times. Yeah. I drove, I, I drove, I drove past one today, like on my way from work, and I just literally thought about it. I was like, "Wow, uh, this you know thing that I know that like if you if you if you grab if you have your hands on this, then <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> it was it was nice, and you know it was it has he had he had the F Sport badge actually. So yes, yes diagonally arranged and everything i'm like okay mm. yeah that, but the, the, the guy wasn't really pulling, app- he, he wasn't really pulling his weight on the road like you could tell he's just a fun driver just like, cruising chill, yeah, <laughs> was just cruising i'm like no nah, you don't cruise in a car like this you you stretch it you know but yeah. it is what it is he probably just had the money to buy it and doesn't really mm-hmm. care about mm-hmm. like stretching fire um thrust into the horsepower and everything and see how it drives yeah. because i mean i've heard stories about you know the vehicle it it's very very formidable on the streets you know mm-hmm. like this stoplight stoplight type action like it's very very quick 
Yeah. You know, it it go up against the three thirty fives, the four thirty fives. You know, easily for yeah. what it is, it's it's pretty quick. You know, it's yeah. a, it's it's a lovely engine. Mm-hmm. You know, and something you can you can squeeze out more power from with a tune, yeah, and like a uh, exhaust and headers, you get you you will get in decent power out of out of out of, know, uh, out of yeah. those. And 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 there's an aftermarket company that's offering a supercharger kit for it. Oh really? You know, so yeah. What's so the name of the company? It's expensive. Uh, nah, well. It's called RR Racing. Hmm. RR. Well, I can, yeah, I can, I can send you a link. There's this YouTuber, um, Marty Motorin. He oh. just recently, yeah, he just recently got the supercharger kit and installed it. Wow. You know, so they haven't really gotten the uh, full dyno results yet. Everything okay. is still in testing. You know, but the kit is around six thousand dollars, which is insane. That's not bad. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's 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 not too bad, but it's not cheap. Yeah, it's not cheap, but it's not too bad actually. Yeah. You know, and 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 the offer is for pretty much, you know, uh, I'd say from the second generation, mm-hmm. IS, and the RCFs. Uh, I believe in the. I'm not sure about the GS, but it's mostly for the IS and the RCFs and the I- ISFs as well. ISFs, you know, okay. they offer the the supercharging uh, supercharger kit you know so it's 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 something you know it's uh it's something one could do you know if you want to get that extra punch out of it but you know as it comes stock it's still more than adequate because 311 horsepower is very much decent you know it's decent yeah anything 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 from 300 and above is decent if you ask Yes, and 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 I, you know, funny story, I um, because that that's that's the same engine I believe that shared with the GS as well, the GS three fifty, and you know my brother, uh, I was driving my brother's car, uh, one morning to work to mm-hmm. BMW three twenty eight, uh, with a four cylinder turbocharged, you know, and and. And I was trying to duke it out with this guy in the GS350. And I think <laughs> I might have overestimated the BMW. That guy is going to flame you, man. Trust me. Oh, yeah, he did. <laughs> Dude, it, it wasn't like... He literally didn't break a sweat. Yeah, you that's know? what and I'm saying. I, it, it was going to be a walkover. Like, boom. Yeah, I I, I completely disrespected him. Because I, I, I wasn't even thinking about the fact that this guy has a way bigger displacement than All I do. Drive and, you yeah. know... And I completely underestimated him, you know, because I thought I could take him on because I had like a little baby turbo. I, oh, I might okay. have the edge, but, mm-hmm. you know, I totally forgot that that engine is very, very powerful, you know, and he literally just walked over me. I, I didn't even, I, I couldn't even catch up to him. You I know, can't, it's crazy. I, I can't, I can't agree with you. More. <laughs> I know. You know, so that's a, that's a very, you know, uh, lovely engine I, and i know like lexus probably doesn't co- co- uh, consider it a performance vehicle no it's more like a sport it's it's caught between sports it's luxury between, it's called sports and luxury and it's it's not it's not the it's not an entry level sedan with lexus you know no it's not it's, it's not and the um and the is you know it's it's around it's around the five series bmw and the c and the yes. class mercedes yes. benz yeah 
So yeah. they try to put it two to two, but it hasn't competed those class of vehicles. I don't know for I don't know for whatever reason. It hasn't really held its own against the E class and the and the five series BMW and um, probably the the Audi um a6 was a6 yeah a6 yeah mm-hmm. so it hasn't well i mean really... it, there's there's always that german factor there so i mean I, I don't really i would love to see a race between like a gs350 and a like a 535 mm-hmm. you know even if even if you know i'm pretty sure the 535 will walk over it you know if the gs has any chance it might probably just be able to cover up the gap just a little bit just a little but i think bit, that's about not, the farthest it will go yeah yeah, yeah that's, that's true you know because there's always, I mean, BMW, we all know in the car community that, that they're always on the plane, the actual um, horsepower numbers horsepower of their vehicles. So, I don't know why they do that, though. <laughs> well, you know the saying, uh, uh, on the, on the, on the promise and over deliver, or how does it go? I oh, think that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of their thing. So they, they just, you know, kind of like crunch the horsepower numbers of the vehicle, but in actuality and people have actually testified to it you know like it's okay good example is the 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 a90 supra we previously mentioned mm-hmm. yeah. you know it comes it's what i don't know let's say for example it comes about 350 horsepower you know and people bought this car and they took it to the dyno and they were getting around 370 380 you know and that's a b58 bmw motor in it you know so bmw have a track record of doing that you know, on their performance vehicles. True. You know, so it's, it's not surprising. It's not surprising. You True. know, that I don't I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do it too. And I've I've not really bothered my head to try to, you know, like it's, it's still unfathomable to me if you ask me. But it is where it is. BMW is Mercedes. They know what they're doing at the end of the day. Yeah. So yeah. Um, drawing it close to, you know, like to the end of this, um, you made mention of anything below thirty thousand dollars could be, you know, like considered as an affordable performance vehicle. But I just want to throw this one last one in before I actually like give the audience to you to actually, you know, like tell me a few that you consider as um, affordable performance or not. The Nissan three seventy Z. <laughs> we're That's, talking about uh, we're talking about a car that is doing about 332 brake horsepower 3.7 liter v and the base price is around 29 or 27 to 30k like do you consider that as affordable performance or man because that car is one hell of a drift king if you ask me mm, yes <laughs> and it's an old platform it's an old you platform know, yeah the vq boys and whatnot Mm-hmm. The vehicle engine. Yeah. Uh, well, it's it's by today's standards. Honestly, honestly, I think it's just a little bit on the high side, especially the Nismo, because um, I think uh, Doug Demuro, you mm-hmm. know, he pointed it out, being that uh, yes, it might be, you know, a very great performance vehicle, but shout out, shout it, out to it, Doug Demuro, though. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Doug Demuro. You know, yeah. it's it's a it's a it's an affordable no, sorry, it's a great performance vehicle, but mm-hmm. but 
Nissan really didn't update it. And it's been like that you know, for the, the longest. Yeah. Yeah. It hadn't been updated even no. up, up to you know the, the 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 most recent one before the new uh Z came out. It Z, still, yeah. it was still the same design language, still the same model. The same Nissan platform, just didn't yeah. do anything to update it and people mm-hmm. complained about the interior a lot. It's a really really it, like the interior has begun to show its age and you can mm. tell you know it's like Nissan just didn't bother you know to do anything about it probably because they were focusing their resources on you know R&D into the new Z I don't know but you know I want to believe that it's still not very affordable I think the more affordable alternative would be the 350Z but the 370Z you know, if that's if that's like closing in on about thirty grand, just imagine how much more the three seventy Z needs. The three seventy Z needs more would be. Yeah, I was gonna say that exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it's crazy. Those cars are really old platforms, and they're still quite high up there, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't make also, any sense at all. Looking at it from another perspective would be the demand. Certain cars, <laughs> you know, are you know that high probably because of demand you know most and 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 i think this was with the advent of you know car enthusiast youtubers you know people see them going for this car so they become sought after and there's hype surrounding it i was gonna say that it's like it's like it's like searching for the white elephant you know exactly exactly you know so that, that that's another factor to consider like this once any influencer youtuber or celebrity just gets you know, especially ones that are car enthusiasts, mm-hmm. you know, prices on that, that vehicle goes, it just skyrockets. Take, for yeah. example, the BMW E30. That yeah. car is going to cost you almost six figures, you know, depending no on just, how low the mileage is. For no just reason. Exactly. And that's and a that's, car that's, that's well over, that's it's well over 30 are, years old. Yeah. And that's because those cars are, um, you know, they transitioned from being performance type vehicles to now being project cars now i've yes. i've watched i've watched a lot of um, um what's it called there's this guy in texas um gmg i don't know if if if, if it's a, actually give a mention um monkey now you know like these guys actually go around to fish for what's it called unicorns when i say unicorns like rare finds so the reason is some cars easily transcend into being project cars and i think that's what one of that's what the nissan 370 is so the price is going up it's too many people who are driving it too many car enthusiasts who are like buying it to to use it for their projects to yes. tune them so that's that's why the, like there's no no recent update to the 370z and None at all. About, you're talking about thirty thousand dollars, closing at maybe like thirty thousand nine hundred or thereabout. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, it it doesn't make any sense. It's it, unbelievable, but that's what it is. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, yeah, three thirty-two horsepower sweet. You get what I'm saying? That V6 engine sweet. You know, forgetting how much pound feet of torque it pushes, but at the end of the day. It'll be around maybe like 270 or 270 300 as well but what is the update none it's just nissan yeah. 370z and then but 
you don't just go with flat pockets to want to look for that. Your pocket has to be deep. Yeah, exactly. To want to get that. Exactly. So I guess be easily transcends transcend into um being a project car made the price stay up at that which which for me and the 30k is like the base price if you ask me not even you know it's just a base price no no add-ons and all those things mm-hmm. so by the time you're looking for it for for the very one that has a thing you could add to it you're talking about thirty thousand dollars or 34 which is still high yeah they're about you know? yeah that's that's insane for a car you know for a car that's you know that's old you know yeah. so it, it it doesn't i mean for those who have the money it's not really anything to them but uh for most regular guys like us looking to just find a nice phone project car with decent power mm-hmm. that's a bit on the high side for about thirty three thousand dollars you could get the new uh bmw g20 uh mm-hmm. 330 340 you know which has uh, around the same you know power power uh numbers mm-hmm. yeah you know and and why would i want to spend 30 grand on a an age platform when i can get something that's much more newer you know most likely faster yeah you know it, it really doesn't make any sense you know that's but if true. you have the money you know you might as well uh but to me it's it doesn't fall under the affordable category i i believe that's why most people just lean more towards the 350z yeah, I mean that is sought after as well, but you know it's still much more affordable compared mm. to the three seventy. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, but then a, a worthy mention. I mean, before I actually just um just pause from tonight from my end, you know, like a worthy mention is actually two vehicles. One of them, I know you're gonna have a lot to say about it. You know, the <laughs> other one we've actually just like make mention of it in passing, which is the uh, Toyota eighty six. Not okay. a bad car, 26k dollars isn't bad. 200 to 205 um, horsepower Power. isn't bad, but having a flat four, what do you think? Uh, I really don't know much about the flat four mm-hmm. um, engines. The most I know is, you know, it was co-developed or probably solely developed by Subaru. You know, Subaru, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I, it, I want to believe that. It was it was actually it was actually first um, put into the the BRZ. Yeah, and you know they put it into the BRZ and then tested it in the '86. And I I feel like I don't know, man. It's just it it just has an irregular torque, if you ask me. I mean, two hundred and five flat four. It's just it can be overshadowed well, I, by so many things, like. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I really can't say much about it, but it's really not cutting it. With me. And the second <laughs> one that I'm gonna like, no, for real, it's not. It's really not cutting it with me. And the last one, because the list is quite like, you know, like you know. But if if you if I'm gonna say this, the Subaru. I mean, I know the Subis. We've talked about engine leaks, the motors, the Subaru WRX. What do you think mm-hmm. about it? 28k, oh. 28k dollars, 264. What's your take? Okay, so just to clarify, are we talking about just the regular WRX or the STI? I mean, it has it has from, from the WRX to the STI. I mean, you know, they fall within the same 
um what's it called yeah um displacement no not the displacement now like same platform you know yes but then in terms of performance of course the the sti just goes away kind of like a way higher 320 or 310 horsepower or something you know mm-hmm. yeah so like what's your take on those um personally i'm not the biggest fan of i like them for what they are the you know don't get me wrong yeah but i'm not you know I, i've not really had any particular interest and people are doing i had a friend who had his motor rebuilt you know the wrx and this wasn't even the recent one i think this was the bug eyed one yeah he had this motor rebuilt you know and and he was pushing well over 400 Whoa. you know yes wonderful platform you know to build and it's just that issue with blowing the motors and mm-hmm. the crazy oil leaks you know maybe it has something to do with you know the what's it called the boxer engine i don't know i really yeah. can't say yeah. you know i'd have to look into that more uh but i like them for what they are they are quick yeah they they're are quick. quick and that mm-hmm. all wheel drive really lives up to its name mm-hmm. you know even if i have a you know a 350 an is350 i don't think i'd want to race a guy in a wrx sti mm. i don't think i'd want to do that because i believe i'm gonna get gapped yeah but you, you know? don't you don't you don't think you don't think doing zero to 60 in i think it does probably five around the four five, second mark like four four to four point nine to five seconds mark or something you know, you know, you know and, and that's not too shabby yeah that's true though that's true it's that's not true. too shabby really it's not too no. shabby yeah because it's it's on actually like yeah, it has four, a very four, it has four a nine fast. seconds five seconds yeah that's that's pretty great i mean yes. <laughs> for you know, so that I, class mm-hmm. it's 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 a it's a nice platform um i i've you know i've heard people say they prefer the older ones the bug eye and the hawk eye you know the, the older generations pretty much mm. you know but uh i like them i don't know much about them enough to really talk at length you know but they there are no slouches on the yeah. street that yeah, much i can say you know and and training potential is out there up There's there a lot of and, training potential for it and they have they have quite some 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 they do they do they do they the have... subaru the subaru community is huge it's really huge. they have they have they you have know. a presence yeah yeah and in terms of affordability if you, i mean we all know the sti is going to cost you a, a premium so you can you can as well go for the regular wrx which is still decent enough and you know 28 k dollars which is not bad my brother actually wanted to get that before he got his bmw but i think you know it was a regular wrx and it was going for around 18k for use using bad wow. at all. that's not bad for WRX. yeah you know but that was slightly above his budget so he just you know went down uh, to yeah let that slide mm. you know so that that's that's um affordability is yeah if we're talking about the wrx in um in particular 
then yeah, it's very affordable. As for the SDR, I know that costs a little bit more. So, you know, it's good you have two choices. Oh yeah, that's true. The, 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 I think the only two 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 um, factors that I like about the WR X one, um, yeah, the all-wheel drive capabilities, and then two, it has a very good aftermarket port. Yes. Yeah. Those are the two things that I think stands it out, and you know, if I'm to consider getting a Subaru, yes, a WRX wouldn't be a bad, you know, take for me because at the end of the day, it's it, it also looks like to work on vehicle, meaning oh, trust me, I it's a love good it. project car. So that makes a lot yep. of sense. Like if you have that aftermarket part support, then. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I think the only thing that, that wouldn't make me consider it much is just being cramped in a bucket seat, leg room is just not, it doesn't cut it. That's just the only thing. But <laughs> I mean, if, if at the end of the day, I can actually completely recline a seat and still get ample chest and arm space and then just eases, that eases my leg room, then that's, that's not, no. Oh yeah. I mean, I want to believe you'll be able to, you know, I mean, it's not a car you probably be having people behind all the time, no, so no, you can just have the, the chair all the way back, and you should. For me, it's, for me, it's just gonna be for me, it's just gonna be a coupe with four doors. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I. That's what I call my car, you know. Because <laughs> honestly, I feel like you know, and I digress. I feel like the 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 rear leg room in the IS two fifty is more, or rather, the rear seat is more like an afterthought because. Anyone taller than five five, it's you know you're not gonna, you know you're not gonna enjoy being in the back seat. And I am five foot ten, you know, yes. and to have enough space, you know, to drive the car comfortably, I have mm-hmm. seats all the way back. All the way so, back. So yes, and that's from me. That's a five foot ten person. So imagine mm-hmm. someone who's taller. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the, it's the, always the, the it's always been the, is pretty much non-existent. Oh yeah, it's always been the you case know. with 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 um with the with cars in that um, what's it called class, the IS, the C classes, the three series BMWs. Like you said, the 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 rear seat is kind of like an afterthought. Yeah, it's you know? just you know. They're like, okay, yeah, let's just let's just give it a rare seat. Let's know? just give it a rare seat, just look. just in case, you know. Yeah, just everybody to, you know. everybody doesn't have to be as tall as the driver, but just in case who's yeah. buying it is not that tall, then. But because if you check if you check if you check the headline, the roof panel towards the rear um, view window, right? It drops. Yeah. And I've, I've sat in the back of the IS, I've sat in the back of the C-Class. I used to own a C-Class. I mean, old though, 2007 back then. And the moment you sit in the back, my knees are literally hit the front seat. And my head is literally touching the head panel. Wow. And I can imagine how... Yes. Just, just, just hearing that alone sounds extremely uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. So you can't even go on a road trip in a car like that. So. Yeah, you're going past, to, uh, hell no. You're going to have it very rough. <laughs> yeah, but you no. know, but at the end of the day, like those, like we've actually been able to talk about a couple. I feel like in to you know affordable 
um, performance daily vehicles, it's always like to each his own. Like I said, the, the list is inexhaustible. There's a Volkswagen Golf GTI. That's another car in its own class. You get what I'm saying? Not mm-hmm. too expensive. Less than 300. Um, I think it's around 230 um, brake horsepower. You understand what I'm saying? With an inline four. Um, okay. Inline four cylinder engine. I mean, not bad. Not too expensive. It's a project car as well. You can work with it. You can change a whole bunch of stuff and just tune it to to suit ones that you want from it. And those cars are easy to be worked on. You know, but at the end of the day, I think it, it's about what works for different individuals. You know, True. and for me, top beast of everything we've talked about i think i'll just go with the with the type r <laughs> well just, i can't i can't i can't i can't fault you for that i really yeah. can't you know the type r is it's a wonderful car you know i would i i do hope i i'm privileged enough to you know take out one for a spin someday you know uh but it's for the fact that it's a front wheel it's a little bit of a deal breaker for me yeah yeah you know i feel like I, it's it's a little bit of a wasted potential i mean i know you know that you know honda is trying to cater to those who want a nice performance vehicle mm-hmm. you know for relatively affordable price. affordable price yeah you know so yeah that's where the whole concept of the front wheel drive comes in but i feel like if that car was a rear wheel, it would probably be capable of much more greater things. But for what it is, it's actually a very great car. Mm-hmm. Um, and but it won't be my choice for affordable um, performance. Uh, performance vehicles. I'll probably lean more towards. Uh, uh, man, there's some names I want to mention, but it's just gonna come off as me being biased. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's allowed. <laughs> well, something like a uh, uh, three thirty-five, four thirty-five. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, those those are decent enough. What about the uh, what, me, what, about like the, a, what about the M two forty? An M two forty is awesome. But it's expensive. Exactly, forty k. It is expensive. Exactly. You know, anything anything with the M performance badge doesn't come cheap. No, it doesn't. You know, because you're pretty much getting the M treatment without the actually without the actual M motor. You know, mm-hmm. so it's going to be high up there. You know, but uh, yeah, uh, 435. Personally, that's or 335. That's more than enough for me. Mm-hmm. You have decent power. You can hold your own against pretty much. You know, uh, pretty much any vehicle in its class on the road yeah. or on the streets, rather. You know, so. Uh, that would be my choice. I know there's there's a whole bunch more. There's a whole but bunch. I, but I, was, I, was, I was actually gonna end with with um what's it called the I don't know. I have a problem with that car just a little bit. It's like it it wants to appear like a like a like a C class in a way, but for me, a car that price that sells for like forty k forty one thousand dollars and is doing say around two less than 300 horsepower and has a two point line four is the 
Alfa Romeo Julia. Like, oh, <laughs> I that's, mean, a, that's I, a pretty car. It's a I pretty know, car. I know it's a pretty car, but I've never driven one, but I've had the privilege inside of one at a car show that I went to sometime last year. This, um, what's it called? I think it's car and driver um, car show that they had in Baltimore one time last year, I think around February before the lockdown. Yeah, I saw that that little W, you know, Mercedes-Benz W202, I think it's a 206 or 207. Like, a little feel, there's a little adaptation from that, but... Uh, 280 horsepower? Nah. You should do better. <laughs> you know? I'm like, nah, it, just, I mean, it, does, it doesn't cut it for me. An inline four cylinder inline four four cylinder. It, I don't know. It just it just doesn't work. Oh wow. For me, so though. so I mean, so the the Julia is like the regular Julia is a four cylinder. Yeah, the TI is a four cylinder. Wow, that's yeah, that's uh that's quite underwhelming for a discount Ferrari. It is, it is yeah. underwhelming. Trust me. I'm like this. This car really, really needed to actually do more. I mean, they they have they have the um, what's the it called? Like, the quadrifolio is like five brake horsepower. Oh, yeah. If I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Yes, that yeah, car around... is uh is very formidable. Yeah. You yeah. know, it, it gives has... the M's and the uh, AMGs around for their money. Oh yeah, it does. You know? I mean, you can't you can't you can't you can't match the twin turbo engine i mean 500 i think it's around i'll, I'll look that up i think it's around 500 yeah it's, 500 it's in the low 500 yeah if i remember correctly and that's that's not bad but i'm like for the ti i mean you'd expect the ti to actually push like at least 300 350 yeah but i'm like you know it's that's that's sure. no i'm like well you know it's it's a whole lot like it's a whole lot to really consider but you know like for the lack of time and all of that yeah this really has been you like quite not necessarily exhaustive, but this this has been you know wonderful um, like breakdown of what affordable daily performance could be. Like I said, it's inexhaustible. What you and I consider as such might not be the same for you know all. And I'm sure with time True. we're able to get a couple more people on board. Whoever we're like probably work out the time to. You know, have oh yeah, most definitely differing um, um, opinions, others knowledge base, and just so many things out there. And with time, we we'll work out better time, a better day. But definitely, this that's a weekly thing. And I really want to thank you for your time. For you know, it's it's a passionate thing, and it comes with it. So thank you so much for your time, and it's been wonderful. Likewise, thank to you. Have, to have and I look forward to having a better time like this in the coming week and until that time I just want to say man God bless you bro <laughs> right back at you thank you so much uh, for right, having man. me on it's always yeah. a pleasure I appreciate it have a man. good rest of the night you as well mm-hmm.